well, at least we gave it our best shot. <laughs> Your thoughts. <laughs> what? Uh, Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. This summit has been created by the people for the people. No more sitting in the This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquake related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. Once again, I'm actually not too disappointed with the result. The second half was a little more disappointing, but I actually really like the first half. But we can start with how the game started. Almeida actually brought young Gregushin and uh, Calvo to see what was going to happen and how they were going to line up against us. And I really think that they did try and set up a tactical formation that would help us. But the immediate injury to Chofis does not help that case at all. And I'm actually kind of not shocked at all that he's been injured. And I'm not shocked. I'm actually, the thing I'm shocked about is that more people haven't been injured. I've been in some of the games and just seeing the warm-ups. I remember saying multiple times, this is a professional team warming up. It's just some, the, the bench just plays Rondo and they'll do a couple like warm-up stuff, but then it's just shots and they're shooting hard. Like I'm surprised no one's pulled up more thigh injuries. I'm sure they do more stuff before in prehab, before we're even in the stadium. But I'm not really shocked, especially Chofis, who's not used to playing in that super freezing cold weather and is just wearing shorts and not layers on layers. The lineup was listed as a 4-2-3-1, but we played more of like a 3-2-4-1. And I didn't have a problem with it per se. I think the three at the back can help us at times, but even then, Eric Ramady, uh, I actually thought did well, all things considered, but it's just the same problem with Ewell. They don't have that experience and that game knowledge of being there. So you could see on the goal, Eric Ramady getting exposed because he doesn't know when to step or how to correctly mark someone in between two center backs. Other than that, I mean, I think the first half we actually played really good. This is like pound for pound, one of the best teams I've seen the Earthquakes have. Just figuring how to play. And even Almeida has said it. He doesn't know what the like formula is yet and then that could be a bit frustrating because that's what preseason's for but it is what it is it's happened and we need to move on from that but i saw midfielders taking the ball churning and attacking and i think that's what we really miss with montero and if trophies is to leave us in the summer at least we know we have that i hope trophies stays cicada mi amigo cicada but i think it's been really productive so far and i think Yule back in the midfield was really positive. This is one of the best midfield performances I've seen him have. And I think he was really trying to make a statement of like, hey, look what I can do when I'm here. He was churning. He was attacking. Grey Goose was the Henderson of the team. <laughs> he was really going around and again, just doing his thing. And then I think the problem was, and obviously by the fact that we had zero shots on goal, and I'll get to that later. The problem was we didn't have attackers. Uh, I think Benji Kikanovic was in a, f a fantastic attacking mid. I think he's made a case he needs to be in every starting lineup. He gets the ball, he turns, he takes players one-on-one. -on -one. He's a presence. He's creating chances. I know he had zero chances, but he's at least like going forward and attacking. The problem is, and it's not Jabo's fault, it's just we're not getting him the ball. It's He's in between two center backs, and it's a 1v4 every time he gets it. He gets to touch the ball once every 25 minutes, and when he does, he's out. He has no options. I think the problem with this formation is it really just did not suit Marcos Lopez or Christian Espinoza. I think Marcos Lopez was too high up, 
So he didn't get to play defense, which is his best attribute. And then getting to go up is a bonus, not having it be, oh, you're already up here, but then you'll figure out defense. That didn't work for him. And then Christian Espinoza, he was having to track back a lot, but didn't get to be high up on the pitch. So he would be in really bad positions. I think he's just been having a bad run of form as well. Has touched it and looked great today. But running at players one-on-one, I think that's his best attribute, running down the wing. And then when we finally did get an attack, all we did was cross it in. We never looked to break through the lines. We never looked to be creative with it. Something that I saw our midfielders do, and it's been a complaint of mine. We don't play through the middle, but now we have the players to do it. And there were some times where we were just passing and moving and running around defenders. But the second we see that 18-yard box or we get near it, it's just, oh, yeah, let's cross it or go for a long shot. I love that we were more daring in the midfield. That was, I think that was one of the big problems of the previous game. Now we need to be more daring in the attack, be willing to take those chances. And maybe we have to worry about the counterattack. Something we had to worry about a couple seasons before we saw in this game, there was a 1v3, like 1v4 that got through. JT saved it, or I mean, it was more of a missed chip. But I think that's another thing we have to worry about, how we're going to find that balance of we have some defense, but we need extra players up top. Maybe with a four back, we have Calvo, uh, Beeson and Lopez in there, but then whoever the right back is, whether it be Tommy Thompson, Paul Marie, or whoever, they can be overlapping. And then you have Ramady or Judson, uh, Judson, sorry, come back and play a little bit more defensive or Gray Goose and Yule. They could alternate between it just to delay a little. It's finding that balance and finding the tactics, which again would have been nice to see in preseason, but we didn't really get to see. I think JT Markinowski was outstanding again. Again, it's the same story every season. He'll have one or two fluffs, but really stopped the game from being 10-0, 12-0. And I don't blame him for the goal at all. I mean, yeah, maybe he was in no man's land, quote-unquote, could have been positioned a little bit better. But, I mean, it was a perfectly delivered ball to a wide-open man. Defense should do better with that. And he made some great saves on top of that. I really don't blame JT for this at all. Calvo, I really liked. And Beeson, it was great to see him in the starting lineup. He looked much more comfortable when he's in that center-back role game to start not being just thrown into the game. I'm just a little curious to why Calvo's on the left and Beeson's on the right when Calvo's right-footed and plays right back sometimes and Beeson's left-footed. But with that being said, I think Calvo's been doing great on the left and I think Beeson had a great game on the right. So I don't really have a complaint about it. I'm just, I'd be curious to know why that's happening. I think Christian Espinosa, like I said earlier, is really in struggles and it might be time to drop him from the starting lineup. I think he could be a good sub. I think Benji's earned a starting spot. I think Will Richmond... As it was incredible when he came on, looking to go forward, had good work ethic on the way back, really creative, looking to make dangerous plays, attacking direct. And we might need to play like an all-attacking mid lineup when it comes to our midfielder. Obviously have Grey Goosh, Ramady, Utsin, blah, 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 further back. But I'm, I'm talking attacking mid, left mid, right mid, and striker might just need to be attacking midfield fielders first because they're the ones willing to churn and be creative for us right now and honestly they were the ones putting away the goals trophies put away a goal and i guess it's only been calvo is the only one that scored this season espinoza got the penalty but i think if we're a little more creative and we play a little more direct with those guys and we're just playing some freestyle tiki taka since we don't have any real tactics right now i think that's better than just sending it long and crossing once every 30 minutes we're now going to have a break for the next week and we're going to be because uh international break and hopefully the u.s men's team who is riddled with injuries much like the earthquakes can pull it together and we can actually qualify for this world cup 
fight after that we have austin fc and i recently watched the game austin versus seattle which ended in a tie now this is a more poor seattle side than we've seen in recent years with injuries and I just think tire legs and they're not in form yet man this austin side looks good they, they looked good they look like they play a fast and furious style high pressing high tempo they're going to get a lot of shots off. And this was for Seattle. I know who aren't doing great right now, but I still think it's Seattle. Now you come against us. I think if we hold on to the ball for too long, it's going to be really tough. I think we're going to need those. I think we're going to need Montero, Chofis, all of them creative players moving and being quick and not holding on the ball for too long. I think Austin could really expose that. And their counter looked great, even though they were in possession for most of the game. They just play so fast. It could be a counter, too, which does not suit us. I I hope that we just match up well against them or we get some game plan going with these two weeks off. I hope Lopez comes back. I hope Chofis comes back. Um, Nothing and Chase Salina should still be out for this game. But the other two, I hope they make a quick recovery and then they're back. Now we're on to fan questions. Our first one of the day comes from TG Bear 48 asking, why did we invest in JT Markinowski? Should we move on? I think absolutely not. I think JT's been saving us in most of these games. Yeah, he makes a blunder, and maybe he's not the best goalkeeper in the world, but I think he's one of the top prospects. Homegrown signing really helps out with the uh, Tam and Gam situation, especially when you have a cheap owner. I think JT's been great. I think he's arguably been our player of the season uh, thus far, just because how much he saves us. So no, absolutely not. Should not move on from JT. And then we have Emi Ochoa, another young player coming up. I think those two are going to be the future of everything. We have Matt Bersano as well. You never know what's going to happen with him. Michael B. Pastor then asks, who's a worse center back, Yule or Romady? I don't really want to bash on them because they've been put in a kind of a rough situation. Two midfielders, and I think they both brought some quality to the center back position for us. I think Romady had a little bit more defensive and really won some fouls for us, and I think that helped. I think Yule helped us offensively I think it really was able to spray the ball from the back when we got into some dire situations were either considered center backs no I wouldn't say so at all would I necessarily put them their first choice not at all but I think it's been a rough situation they put in I think they're fighting for us and I think they're doing the best they can to be honest Gabe then asked why do we suck so much is it Almeida or is it Fisher it's it's tough man it's it's tough it I the only thing I blame Almeida for a little bit is the fact that there were zero MLS sides we played during the preseason. I get playing some smaller teams to get your confidence up early on, but I don't want the first half or first third of the season to be our actual preseason. But then there's Fisher, who's been really cheap. And yeah, we brought in a lot of signs, but who knows if that's what Almeida wanted or if it's just a thing, this or that. I know Ace fans have been dealing with him for years. So I think, I think it's a whole mess, and I think... We're on the up and up. I like the squad, and I know our youth is actually one of the better youth systems right now. Well, I'd say system-wise, maybe Dallas is the best, but we have a lot of promising talent coming through, so I guess we got to wait even longer, right? <laughs> Ivan then asked, is it time for Almeida out? I don't think so. I think uh, we need to back the coach. I think keep going for it. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of his choices, some of them for sure. Uh, but you got to back him. And then in the summer, if it if it's time to go, it's time to go. But I don't think just throwing Almeida out and blaming him for everything is the solution. I think if we have a coach and he has a game plan and he has a, like a three to five year plan, 
I think then we could bring him in, but I don't think just throwing out a coach and bringing in a new one is going to do anything. It hasn't done anything for us in the past. I think Almeida's done a lot of positives for us that get undermined. And I'm frankly just tired of having him take the blame for everything. Reese W. Laxon asks, how would I rate the adult beverages in the stadium? Every Hey, anyone who's willing to sponsor the earthquakes is a-okay in my books, especially if you've seen how we've been playing lately. Yep. It's a football life for me, ask with our final question of the day. Dude, how tall are you? Uh, on a good day, I'd like to say I'm 6'3", but, uh, you know, don't really know what that's got to do with the quakes. Vamos San Jose. Okay.